0: Today I'm going to talk about Feldenkrais and how Feldenkrais can help you improve your riding. I had someone come to one of my Feldenkrais workshops for riders. Now typically my workshops are three hours and include two Feldenkrais lessons in addition to discussion and a couple of shorter exercises. Now she did not have a horse and she rode once a week so for her next lesson later that week in the middle of the lesson her instructor said to her as she reported what have you done your leg is so much better well she had ended up having to lengthen her stirrups and she felt much more secure and stable in her leg and that longer leg position stayed with her moving forward so what happened, and I will get to that a little bit later, hopefully explaining it. So, welcome to my podcast, and thank you for coming. I'm Suzanne Stefano. I help riders find the subtle adjustments in their riding to help improve performance, their performance, and their horse's performance. Feldenkrais, what is it? Now, I am trained as a Feldenkrais practitioner, and when me and fellow Feldenkrais practitioners discuss how to explain Feldenkrais we have a hard time defining it so rather than me telling you what Feldenkrais is let me talk to you about the benefits of Feldenkrais and how it can help you solve problems movement problems both on and off the horse so Feldenkrais for those that are familiar with it um basically most people think of it as changing movement patterns so patterns so improving your flexibility and coordination um becoming better functioning finding ease and better strengthen your movements now they are clever lessons designed to help you discover on your own there's there're either verbally guided or there's the hands-on component where they're one-on-one and that's called functional integration. The group lessons are called awareness through movement. So Feldenkrais lessons help you develop greater awareness of how you move. Now they do help you clarify how you're moving, so you improve your observation, improve your sensing and movement. For myself, another benefit is understanding Feldenkrais principles and strategies. Those strategies, well, the principles do help clarify classical riding principles. They allow me to look at classical riding principles from a different angle, so I can see from a, a different way of looking at equitation and horsemanship and classical riding principles on how to think of it in a different fashion. And I also incorporate those principles and Feldenkrais strategies and how you uh, how I teach and how I approach horses and training. Feldenkrais, because that helps you stay in the moment, and being the now helps you through observe and you stay there through observation and just noticing and you become engrossed in those moments. So instead of having yourself focusing on not reaching your goals, you're, you're in the process and as a result, frustration and other negative emotions do not tend to arise So Feldenkrais does help regulate emotions. And many riders come to me with difficulty with pain. So Feldenkrais can help you move away from pain. So there are several strategies you can do if you have knee or hip pain to find and ride with much more comfortably. So developing strategies in the saddle is one thing that one benefit that you can develop through um, doing Feldenkrais. So often we discover that problems that we have, any difficulties in the saddle, the source of that difficulty may not be where you're focusing. So the, the source may actually be further away. So if you have difficulty with one foot falling out of the stirrup, Now, there's several reasons you may do that, but it may be because you're holding somewhere up higher, like in your hip. Now, for myself, I was frustrated for many years because I felt like, and my instructors told me that I was pulling on the reins, that I had too too much tension in my, my arms and my hands. So, in order to stop pulling and develop soft hands, I needed to develop my seat and use my... Um, the bigger muscles of my pelvis and my spine to replace the use of my hands. So it, that the use of my seat created a counteraction um, to support my arms and hands. So I became more stable in my seat, therefore became more stable in my hands. And I could change how I used my torso in a way that the horse could feel through the contact with the reins or even through my seat, um, and respond, so I didn't have to pull. So in reality, softening my hands was fi- figuring out how to use my whole self. In other words, it wasn't just my, my torso, it was from everywhere from my toes to my head that I had to include in these tiny, subtle movements. That changed the contact and the softness, the quality of the contact with the horse. And now as I ride, I challenge myself not to increase the tension in my arms and hands when I ride. So basically I try to avoid closing my hands on the reins and instead use the rest of me to replace that action. Now another strategy you can use is doing the wrong thing. Now you may say, why would I wanna do something wrong? Well, I'll let me explain with a story. There was a point when, um, I think because of an injury I had of twisting my ankle, I didn't really sense my left leg below my from my knee down to my foot in the saddle, um, so and it took me a while to figure it out. I couldn't even sense the horse, my leg against the horse, and but. I had more weight in the right stirrup than the left. And I had started this whole process of evening out the weight in each stirrup. And in that process, I found out that I couldn't sense my leg in that direction. And as I went on and I played around, I found out, I discovered that I had too much tension in my left ankle. So in order to release that tension, I tried so hard. But because I had minimal, it wasn't in my self-image, my my left leg below the knee, and therefore I didn't have much control of my left ankle. So my solution came from when I decided to get a sense, the same sense in my right leg. I had my right leg feel like my left, which was like the, I called it my stupid leg that didn't want to cooperate, and by recreating and creating tension in my right ankle, I was able to release my left ankle and eventually evened out both legs um, and evened out the weight in my stirrups. Another strategy that you can use to improve your riding, a Feldenkrais strategy, is slowing down. By slowing down, you set the conditions that allow you to notice um, so in other, in other words, to sense and feel how you are moving. You can then become aware of a movement as it arises. So the very beginning of the movement, uh, where it originates. So that moment when a, you begin a movement, if done slowly and mindfully, allows you to ch- a choice to do something else. So here's an example. Often I have riders break down... Um, something such as simple as standing in the stirrups and having them notice how they initiate the movement and then make further suggestions for variation and asking them what they sense and feel and what they need to pay attention to. Now often riders first off need to learn how to slow down. They're so used to doing something quickly and just doing it. When just done with speed, in other words, inertia, you can't alter, it's harder to alter the action to find what's easier, more functional. And you can also, you tend to kick past um, extra effort in your musculature and you don't notice how hard you're working. So by slowing down, you can sense where you have difficulty continuing with the, the movement without adding more work. So standing in your stirrups can be a challenge. Many riders, if they initiate it from their feet, will have their feet go forward. So as they stand up, they have trouble balancing and typically will fall down. Um, another Feldenkrais principle is to that a movement should be reversible, so you should be able to move up slowly stop at any point and continue onward or reverse the movement and many times the rider even if uh she successfully stands and balances does not reverse the movement in the same fashion as they as she went up and will suddenly will potentially land not so lightly in the saddle Um, So part of that, and typically the problem comes from not folding well in the hip joint. So there's a lot of, a lot that goes into standing in the stirrup. The neat thing with that exercise that if done well, even for beginners, and I know many advanced riders have been surprised at the reaction, but that movement of standing in the stirrups and then sitting down well will give a sense of how Uh, your leg can effortlessly drape around the horse something we as riders strive for to get that sense that you're wrapped effortlessly around the horse's body so these are only some of the strategies used in Feldenkrais that can help you improve your riding and I only touched on a couple of the Feldenkrais principles that you can incorporate Um, to help you see riding and training from a different angle. But let me tell you about improving your movement off the horse using Feldenkrais. I once attended a five-day workshop with no riding, just as my student did going to the one-day, three-hour workshop I offered. Now, the theme of the workshop, it was for practitioners. The theme was self-organization. And the aim was so I can improve my teaching of Feldenkrais, specifically the hands-on component. And so after five or six days of doing lessons and basic instruction, I came home and sat on a client's horse and found out I was a completely new rider. It was a completely new experience. I felt more connected, much more stable, and and I was I never felt terribly unstable in recent years before this. And I felt like I was functioning as a unit and with the capacity to be able to be very sensitive to my leg and rein aids. So here was five days not sitting on a horse to find out that I had become an entirely different rider. And that stayed with me. And it actually built the foundation to find even more as as time went on. So Feldenkrais will help you make better choices and help build your confidence. And just as I came home and found that I was a different rider, I was able to take all that information and apply it to my riding. So improving your ability to sense and observe helps you more accurately assess how you're moving and you trust more and more what you're sensing, so you become much more accurate. So how often have you thought you were doing something such as maintaining your hip, heel, shoulder alignment, but when presented with visual evidence, such as a video or a photograph, you found out you were not well aligned? Well, accuracy in sensing your movement does improve with mindful practice. So imagine knowing with precision how you're moving and have the, and having the capacity to make subtle adjustments so you can help yourself improve, improve on your own, even without an instructor present. So that is possible. I know I've done that and I know my students report the same. So that's a basic overlook, overview of Feldenkrais. I hope this has piqued your curiosity and you'll try participating in a few lessons in the future. Thank you for listening to my podcast today, and if you like what you heard, please subscribe.